What is up, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Tea with Tina podcast. And today I am here to chat with you about this past week, week and a half, which is why I've been like radio silent on social media because I went on a road trip through New England. Um, this has been an amazing trip and it's honestly been probably almost five years in the making at this point me and my husband have been talking about it for so long um the logistics whatever but when we were back in western pa it added on essentially an additional like five or six hours to the road trip because pa is such a big state i moved from one corner at the bottom basically um to the upper opposite corner so yeah it takes like five or six hours to drive across that um and i'm not even at the top i would say i'm at the middle upper right corner of pa if you're looking at it um very close to the new jersey border so yeah that's a fun time um but i am gonna break down the trip where we went some of the things we did um because i can't explain it all in like five seconds so without further ado let's dive right in okay guys so we're gonna dive right in i'm gonna give you a little overview of basically what our road trip path was like we left on friday and we came back friday so it was like a whole week um we kind of added like an extra day at the end so we didn't have like a straight super long trip home it was able to break it up but it ended up being a good experience and we made the most out of that day which um i will share with you so Basically, our trip went, first day was Boston, my ultimate favorite place in the whole entire world. (laughs) Um, I finally got Derek there because I originally went to Boston when I was in high school um, for one of those like honor society things. And um, it was kind of like my first big trip by myself. I did go to Florida before that at that point to visit my best friend. But um, this is where I really got to like explore, explore. So that was really cool to go back and Derek's never been there so we went to Boston then we went to Salem because it's up a little bit north of that had spent a whole day in Salem another one of my favorites then we drove all the way up to Maine um more in the southern southeastern part of it um Portland and then some like small towns just to explore then we went to New Hampshire which was um we stayed there a good bit i think three days and then we went to the um western part of massachusetts uh in a place with oh god i'm gonna like mess this up i think it's worcester it's definitely worcester if you are a minor league baseball fan anybody who's local to me who may be listening with the lay high tin um iron pigs the um their opposing team sometimes is the Woo Sox. That's the minor league team that's in Worcester. Um, and Woo Sox is obviously recruits for the Red Sox for Boston. So fun times. But their logo is super cute. Um, the Woo Sox, it's like a, a big smiley face playing baseball. You got to check it out. Definitely Google it. <laughs> um, 
so yeah we did that and that's that was like our last stop and then we just drove home uh but a lot of fun things in there in between like so many things uh and we timed it I thought we were going to get a little bit more leaf change. I wasn't disappointed that we didn't um, because during that time, New England just gets flooded with tourists and everything just because they call them leaf peepers. They come up, they go for the fall colors, and then they come home. Most of these people are old people. (laughs) Nothing against old people. Um, But you know, they're slow, they have their own way of life, they tend to kind of get in the way, we were like probably the youngest people there, there was maybe a couple other people around our age, especially in Boston, but as we got up more north, we were like the youngest people there, um, and I mean, me and Derek, we tend to like travel anyway, that's more like away from people, um, I know another girl, another fitness professional that I follow, Annie Miller. Um, If you want another good fitness pro, definitely check her out, Annie Miller Co. um, on Instagram. But she has a travel account where she travels the world with her husband. And um, her travel style is very similar to mine and Derek's. Like if we go somewhere, um, let's say you went to like the Great Wall of China. That's cool that you want to see the Great Wall of China, but you know it's going to be slammed with like hundreds of people. And it's not, at least for us, it's not enjoyable to go and, you know, um, see that if we can't really even get to enjoy the experience because there's so many people there. So we tend to go off season to places, um, like in between tourist seasons, like we did now. Um, we tend to like go to like the not as well known touristy places like like a state park for instance um like zion the angels landing so slammed they're having so many issues with that because people are just trying to get instagram pictures there and some people die trying to take selfies we might go to a hiking trail a couple miles up the road that's very similar Um, You get similar views, a similar experience, but it's not as crowded. But it doesn't have, you know, Angel's Landing um, slapped on it. So that's what we tend to do just because, like I said, we we have vacations to get away from people and the chaos. (laughs) We don't want that added into our vacation. So, you know, I just thought I'd clarify that. But yeah, the leaves... Um, they started to change, obviously, the more north you went up, like New Hampshire and Maine, they were definitely starting to change very bright colors. But, you know, I wouldn't even say like a third of the leaves. Well, probably close to a third by the time we left. A third of the leaves were changed. Still super pretty. But of course, the more south we went. Um, and in PA as of right now, they're starting to change a little bit, but not a whole lot. Um, they just get so bright in new england so if you ever get the chance see them in person because when people take pictures they are not filtered they are not filtered that is what they look like when you see them in person i was like totally shocked when i saw them for the first time so yeah but anyway getting to the actual trip so first thing that we did was the beloved boston um if you don't know boston is in massachusetts um it is like a harbor town city (laughs) should call it a city um i love new england and especially boston because i love the architecture and i love the history element of it you know it's one of the earlier settlements everything's still so old school they still have the brick roads all the buildings are beautiful like if you want to know what style of house i want pick out a house that's in like downtown boston that's style of house i want (laughs) um but as far as what we did 
Um, we did go, the biggest thing we went to was the New England Aquarium, or known as the Boston Aquarium, but it's officially titled, you know, the New England Aquarium. And it's supposed to be really the only big aquarium in New England, and um, really cool. We got seals and penguins and fish and sharks and it was just it was super fun i always have a good time at zoos and aquariums so i can't get mad about that (laughs) um then we got dinner at like a nice um kind of like pubby place but it wasn't irish style food it was it it looked like a new england pub on the outside and inside but it was a little bit more upscale um that was super fun very tasty i i want to mention on the fitness side of things i tried to eat not necessarily healthier on this trip because i still got you know alcoholic beverages with all my dinners we would try desserts like me and my husband would usually share desserts um but if i got a meal i made sure it wasn't too heavy i would always get something with a protein like mashed potatoes and then like a veggie um and i really enjoyed that (laughs) my body really enjoyed that i still got to taste good food while um you know being mindful of my eating and I didn't feel as gross and bloated when I came home for sure and we did a lot of walking after we ate at this place we walked around you know we pretty much just walked through different things you know you see Paul Revere's statue um you go into different churches and we followed along the um the red line which basically takes you through all the historic places um, throughout the town. So that was pretty cool to do. But yeah, we had like fifteen to 20,000 steps. So it was pretty good. Um, very fun. For breakfast, by the way, we ate a lot of Dunkin' Donuts. Um, up in New England, Dunkin' Donuts is king or Dunkin'. Starbucks is king out west, but I'm sorry, I will always be loyal to Dunkin'. Um, I acknowledge that Starbucks has decent stuff. Me, personally, I think they're overpriced. And I think their coffee tastes too acidic. But, I'm not a huge fan of Dunkin's coffee either. Um, They're meh, but their food is good. (laughs) Um, Excuse me. But Duncan, um, Duncan was our go-to. Another reason that this happened, you'll probably hear me chat about it a little bit later too, is the worker shortage. So, you know, remember I made that podcast a little while back about like after COVID, I wonder how it's going to affect things. One thing I didn't mention was the worker shortage because I, I didn't even realize there's, there's a gap, I think, of probably people coming off of unemployment. There's probably jobs that were lost and, you know deemed not necessary during covid so people lost jobs there and um people who realize that these lower wage jobs aren't worth it and they're worth more so they're doing you know something whether it be on the computer at home or they just found a better job i think a combo of those things are happening which is causing this really big worker shortage um literally when we went up there especially in new hampshire which i was a little shocked at but um places would be closed monday tuesday wednesday they'd be open like thursday friday saturday and that's it um a lot of them you'd see signs posted up only open till 2 p.m today due to worker shortage um they'd be open really weird hours and like it was hard because i'm glad that they're open for like the peak hours you know for when most of the tourists come in but if we wanted something to eat I mean, we were in, like, a mountain town where, like, yes, that was the town, but you had to drive probably an hour and a half to get out of the mountain 
till you found civilization again. So it was really hard to find certain places to eat sometimes that were actually open or even things to do that were open. Um, and it kind of left you wondering. <laughs> uh, but we did find stuff and Duncan was a good, a good little business to rely on so we did use that because duncan's always open (laughs) um and they pay decent they pay their employees decent for what they do so i'm glad about that um but yeah so we we did do that in boston next day was salem salem was probably my favorite stop of the trip um i was so in my element if i could live in salem I would, over Boston. Um, Salem's basically the witchier, darker vibe of Boston. Um, Obviously, the Salem witch trials were held here back in the 1600s. You know, so many women were accused of being witches, and they were hung, and, you know, cinder blocks were tied to their feet, whatever. So it kind of became a tourist destination because of that, especially around Halloween time. They have a lot of Halloween festivities, and you know that Halloween is like my Christmas, my favorite time of the year, fall Halloween. So this was me and my element. And I think we got here right before the rush, because October 1st, they really start their event, but it was still pretty slammed, at least in the main touristy drag but the rest of town wasn't too bad and we were there on a saturday but i will say for it being a saturday it wasn't that busy so i was happy about that (laughs) um but a lot of the things we visited we visited the house of the seven gables which you may know it as like that um gabled all black house um similar to what Paul Revere's house kind of looks like, but bigger. And, um, you know, we were able to take a tour of the gardens and learn about the history. And I got a little trinket um, because I love the look of the house. Um, Like I said, lots of witchy vibes. We did stop at the Salem Art Museum, which was really cool. Um, They had a ton of different exhibits on different things. Like they had a Japan pop culture exhibit, but they also had a witch exhibit, which was cool too. Because you got to see like the actual written documents from back in the day. Um, just different exhibits and things to learn about. And, um, we really just walked the downtown. Like, oh god, this is terrible that I'm gonna forget what it is. But you probably saw my pictures. Down by the dock, there was a boat. And no, it's not the USS Constitution, which is another thing, um, related to Boston. But this, there was a big boat. Um, it was considered, like, a state park, We had a little boathouse, you know, we walked along the pier and just stuff like that to enjoy our time. And the other thing that we went to, which people may judge me for, but I don't care, is that we went to the Satanic Temple. Um, If you don't know, you know, the new Satanic culture is actually has nothing to do with religion, really, at all, directly at least. Um, if you are confused, I suggest you go to Hulu and watch Hail Satan with an exclamation point and watch that documentary. Um, for anybody who is for abortion and is, is really upset with what's going on in Texas right now, definitely watch Hail Satan because the satanic temple is basically a symbol, um, that it fights how Christianity and just those religions in general seep into politics and they're kind of as a counterbalance. So anytime that a politician may want to bring religion in, 
you know, the satanic temple steps in and goes, hey, we're a religion too, so we can do the same thing as you. And then it kind of makes them think twice sometimes. Um, For instance, the satanic temple, you can say because of your religion, you um, allow abortions uh, for one reason or another. And this actually, that religious exemption that you see a lot of the times with different things, which often Christianity is used for, you can actually use with the satanic temple to help you if you're in a tough place with like abortion. And they do it on a ton of other things. It's a very interesting documentary. Um, But we did go to the house. Um, There's a lot of cool kind of vibey exhibits in there. And in the documentary, they did make a statue of um, Satan. And it was actually pretty funny. And I sat on Satan's lap and took a picture. (laughs) So that was probably one of the highlights of that day. Um, so yeah, we did that. And after that, we were on our way to Maine, which we went along the Maine coast. I'm going to preface by saying I was a little disappointed with Maine. So was Derek. Um, Derek thought Maine was going to be where he like was going to live because he thought it was kind of like pretty much Alaska, but coastal, if that makes sense. Um, you know, middle of nowhere besides, you know, besides Portland and stuff like that. But it didn't turn out that way. Like I said, I was a little disappointed. We went to, like, a small town. We didn't get a chance to visit Stephen King's house just because it was out of the way. But his house looked very cool from pictures from what I saw. But um, we went to, you know, went and walked around a park. There was some lighthouses. That was cool. We decided to go to Portland. And, um, you know, because it's Portland. And we went there and they did have things to do, but they didn't. We went to the downtown and I was a little shocked um, at the lack of things to do. Again, we went there, we got there earlier in the day, like 10 or 11 a.m. And yeah, I think it was, might have been a Sunday. I guess it was a Sunday or a Monday, actually. It was a Monday. No businesses were open. (laughs) Very few. And a lot of other tourists were, like, the same way. They're, like, knocking on windows, like, are you guys open? Um, Not even, like, the trinket shops where you could, like, get a t-shirt were open. There was, like, observatories, museums, um, different things, and, like, they just weren't open. So, I mean, even if it was open, there'd still be not a whole lot to do, except I would argue maybe a couple restaurants. There was a speakeasy I wanted to see. It was, like, a hidden speakeasy. But they didn't open until 5 at night. And we were kind of trying to leave by then to move to our next destination. Um, But it was still a pretty town to walk around, seeing the neighborhood. Like I said, the parks that they had. um, But not a whole lot to do. Um, The one big thing I did want to do was go on like a tour, like a boat tour to whale watch, um, see puffins, things like that. A lot of them were like four hours long where you bring your own food and they were like either ridiculously expensive or sold out. So it was one of those things that we probably should have booked in advance, but I thought it was, you know, it was a thought. So it's something for next time. (laughs) But yeah, again, a little disappointed, um, with Maine. Um, we did actually want to go up to Bar Harbor a little bit North, um, and hike up there. But we decided against it just because of time. We did, of course, eat lobster in Maine. It was very good. And we um, we wanted to go to Baxter, Maine. But again, that was like a four-hour drive. So that wasn't happening. But for another time. <laughs> um, so we did that. Next stop, we have New Hampshire. 
New Hampshire was cool. Like I said, we kind of went to like a mountain resort town. It's like tucked away in the base of these big mountains. New Hampshire has some big mountains. And we went to the tallest point in New Hampshire, Mount Washington, on something called the Cog Railroad. Um, It's a special railroad that was developed specifically to get people up to the top of the mountain to see the pretty views and then back down. Um, You did have the option to hike, which we weren't sure how crazy it would be because we did hike Vermont's tallest point and this mountain's like, I think, double the size of Mount Mansfield. Don't quote me on that. But when we got to the top, we realized it wasn't really that difficult to hike because there were a lot of pre-carved paths on the way up. And it probably, on a good day, which we had a very unusually clear day, it took, it'd probably take you about three to four hours to get up to the top if you were walking. Um, For us on the railroad going straight up, it took like 45 minutes. And like I said, super clear day so we could see everything. But they said that was extremely rare. You only get a handful of days like that per year. Mount Washington basically has the worst weather in the world because highest wind speeds were recorded here. Gets tons of snow, crazy stuff. The weather looks nothing up top like it does on the ground. But three weather patterns actually meet at the summit, which is why everything's so crazy but we did end up getting a really good day which is rare and rare for us because we usually get like weird luck (laughs) um but yeah we got to the top it was really cool um you know you got to learn the history of it and there's a little like base up top um the summit's up there you can actually order food up there and there's a gift shop up there bathrooms all that fun stuff and part of the Appalachian Trail actually goes through here as well because it does start in Georgia and it goes all the excuse me, all the way up to Maine. And what a lot of people do is they'll start in Georgia in the spring if they're going to hike the whole Appalachian Trail. And then they finish up at Maine um, in the fall time, you know, just in time for the cooler weather and to see the leaves change, which I thought was pretty cool. So we did see some hikers, um, which was neat. There were like little hiker lodges you could stay at um, as well. But yeah, it it was a cool kind of experience just to see, you know, the the landscape and everything like that. But then we went back, you know, like I said, to our mountain resort town. This was the place that a lot of the businesses seemed to be closed. It was really hard to find because um, we like to, like, eat at, like, farm-to-table, kind of, like, independently owned businesses that look like chains, if that makes sense, um, just to support local businesses. But unfortunately, a lot of the local businesses were like I said closed or had really weird hours like if we were there Tuesday Wednesday Thursday they might be closed all those days so we're like shoot um so we had a hard time with what to eat and what to do so we kind of just like you know drove around looked at the mountains looked in nature walked around um all that stuff and of course took advantage of the hotel and you you know our favorite thing too is since we don't have cable tv you know we have our netflix or hulu and stuff we don't really watch tv a whole lot so when we're we're at the hotel we'll lay in bed and browse through like cable tv and say how awful it is and just kind of like indulge in it um so that's our thing there but after we did that on our way home um as we were leaving we did stop at a little aquarium that was still in new hampshire um 
very tiny aquarium uh and it was so cool it was like a touch tank everything was a touch tank you could touch everything (laughs) which is my favorite i love to touch the stingrays um little fish all that fun stuff you like stick your hand in the tank and all these little fish would start eating the dead skin off your fingers weirdest feeling ever you could also feed the stingrays which i've never seen so they give you like these little sardines to feed them and um i stayed in there for a good hour and a half just walking around touching the different animals they had some sea otters to watch um i had a really good time in there Derek just lets me do my thing (laughs) um but yeah it was a lot of fun a lot of fun but on the way back we did stop at like i said worcester massachusetts not a bad town um but it's a city you know and the way the transit is made up you basically have to cut through the city to like get anywhere and again we're having issues finding stuff like uh if you wanted to eat in a nice place downtown it was forty dollars to park like guaranteed just the way they had it set up you can't just like go in a parking garage pay like 10 20 dollars 40 dollars and we just you know we weren't in the mood we were on our way home we didn't want to drop like a hundred dollars on a fancy dinner and like get dressed up and whatever so we were looking and looking and looking and driving around (laughs) for literally probably like two hours through this crazy traffic and um we set out on chick-fil-a which we had to also hike again through the city through the crazy weaving of traffic um just to eat chick-fil-a and it was slammed so we got our chick-fil-a <laughs> um which was good and on we you know we stayed the night there which is actually it was a really nice hotel i was very happy with it um but on the way home home from there it was right there um we stopped at like a little observatory which was super cute um with this observatory you know there there was a lot of like uh like the stuffed taxidermied animals and there's a little planetarium and it was all um, stone it was really old super cool just kind of walked through the downtown there and there was an animal sanctuary this isn't like a zoo this sanctuary takes in like animals that people may keep as pets and then they surrender them or maybe the mom rejects whatever animal it is and they surrender them or they have issues whatever and they take in all these animals um it was awesome Derek got this there was like a package where you could pick six animals to meet and greet with and then the zookeeper or whoever kind of comes around they'll let you in the cage they'll let you pet the animals um they'll give you some more info and we did like reptiles i like got to hold a snake which was really cool um and pet different things we did owls i got to pet an owl um and i got a really cool slow-mo flight of it um we did some sort of cat i forget what it's called but it's a bigger cat um almost looks like a bobcat but it's not it's a weird name and um we got to you know stand inside the room with it and i was so nervous because it kept rubbing up against us she was in a super good mood was licking our leg and all that stuff but it scared the crap out of me because i know my cat he'll be nice and then like in three seconds he'll just bite you so (laughs) i was waiting i was like okay don't bite me but i got to pet her which was really cool um trying to think we saw kangaroos um 
I think there was one other thing, but I can't quite remember. But then we got to actually walk around the zoo, which they had everything and anything. A lot of them you could touch, um, like farm animals and stuff like that. Um, but it was really cool. I really enjoyed that. That was probably one of my favorite zoos. Well, it's more of a sanctuary that I've ever been to, especially since they take care of their animals. Um, but yeah, super fun there. And... At that point, we just were ready to go home. We slept on some bad pillows at some point throughout the hotel. Our necks hurt. Yay for getting old, right? Um, <laughs> we wanted to be home to our bed, but it took, you know, a good four or five hours to get home from there. And then we got home. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's probably some things that I missed in there, but I wanted to show you the big things. You know, I didn't tell you exactly where we ate. I don't even know if you're interested in that, but I just want to give you a rundown of our trip. And, you know, if you were to ever road trip through New England or wanted to do something like that, some different things that you can see. But yeah, we definitely realized that it was a little bit too touristy for us this trip. Um, it could have been the timing as well. But, you know, we'll, we'll probably do some more secluded stuff next time. But with this being our big real trip since the whole COVID ordeal, I think we wanted to do something touristy that kind of just made us get into traveling again. Um, and it definitely brought back my love of travel and I feel so much better. <laughs> on to the next trip, right? Um, but yeah, guys, I think that'll wrap that up for today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, be sure to, you know, leave a little review on iTunes. You even just can give it like some stars and that's it. Um, I appreciate that. That helps me out. And until next time, guys, I will see you. Have a great rest of your week. Bye now.